Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. You are now listening to Around the Way Curls. We already Blessed said that in be. the beginning. <laughs> Blessed are those that are listening. What? Blessed <laughs> of thy womb, Jesus. Were you a cat? You were a cat. Thy womb, Jesus. Yeah. What kind of transgender shit is that? What? Hey, that's Catholicism, baby, at its finest. Blessed is thy womb of Jesus. It's that the womb that's... that Jesus came out of. Thy, what is the Catholic? I don't even know. You know how sometimes you a kid, you just repeat prayers and like L O M N O P. Like, like I thought that was one word. <laughs> I didn't like, know. You know how in the alphabet when little kids be like L O M N O P, and it's like, <laughs> no, you're not saying the words. <laughs> that's that was me in church saying the prayers. Blessed is thy womb, Jesus. I'm sure that's wrong. You're like blessed is Jesus's womb. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Shout out to all the Catholics out there. Like, I really that hope somebody turning corrects this me. off immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. If the priests raping people didn't turn it off and molesting little oh boys God, didn't turn it off, then we're not at the politics yet. So, okay. Well, I'll leave it Pipe alone. down. <laughs> Hi, Shanti. Oh, yeah. Yo, let's crack a lacking in the LBC. Are you speaking into the mic? Because I can see that you're not. I don't like that you can see me anymore. <laughs> I actually Top of the mic. If you look, close your eyes, <laughs> look at where the mic is. Eat the mic, boo! Right on the top, right oh on the tippity top. Oh. Anyway, hi. <laughs> How are you? Hello. Fine. You want me to go first with updates? Well, I mean, it could be more natural than that. How are you doing? How's life <laughs> been? Did you have a good day? Are you feeling no, good? How's I your didn't. heart? I'm very sad today. I've been very, I just been sad. I actually, I had a very nice weekend. I went home to Philly, didn't see any of my girlfriends, reserved all my energy for my madre. She was chilling. She actually is never chilling, but she was, she was her wonderful self. Like mother, Um, like daughter. Oh my God. I spoke to my godmom, who I always talk about, my dope ass godmom. And she told me, I told her one time that basically I just went out and found a best friend like her. Because you are really a lot like her. And she listens to the podcast and she was like, I had to tell you, um, I actually am Shanti. Because I agree. <laughs> she was like, I agree with her more than you most times. And I was like, that's And everybody ridiculous. else who does that, please write in. So it's going to be <laughs> so shout out, out of 10. It's only that one girl that likes I politics think she- that's going to be good. <laughs> no, she likes my you. politics. I will say that. She likes the fact that I like talk about it and that I care about it like she's all about that but everything else she's like I'm in tune with Shanti she could be more informed when it when it's about <laughs> politics when but it comes I really... to everything <laughs> but she talks a good game but um yeah shout out to her but I'm just been after that we got the news first of all 
You broke it to me. I did. Oh, God. I'm going to wait on that. Something that's really been weighing heavy on my heart is the border. Politics as usual. Let's go into it right away so we can get out the way. Politics as usual. Wow. Yo. Like, the the shit that's happening at the Texas border right now is so sad. So, basically, there's all these people seeking asylum. These are not, like... These are not people that are rapists and murderers and, you know, like these are women and children and fathers and children. Like most of them have children with them. And there's a serious, there is a crisis at the border right now in Texas. So, um, so can folks you explain were, from where they're seeking asylum? Is it like Honduras, Guatemala? Yeah, it's like yes, Central America? Yes, yes. So mm-hmm. seeking asylum, because, what's, hap- what's happening is... Um, the border officials are, so they interviewed, they just being random journalists, like they interviewed a bunch of uh, border patrol folks. And this one guy in particular, he's, I don't remember his name, but the program that I was watching, he had been working in the field for 30 years. And what he was saying, and what I, from what I read, they are in crisis mode when there's about, it, it starts around when there's 6,000 people at the border. They said that on Sunday and Monday, there were 12,000. And then, like, or no, excuse me, the weekend there were 12,000, and then Monday there were 13,000. That is a crazy amount of people trying to get into the country, trying to live a better life. And the U.S. government is saying that we don't have enough resources to, like, basically treat them humanely at the border while they try to figure this shit out. There are children and parents sleeping under a bridge in Texas um, a, that is fenced in, that is a, basically like a border patrol stop. Um, they're sleeping on gravel and dirt outside in the cold day and night. And there's children with like cuts and bruises and scrapes from sleeping on top of just gravel. They don't have any blankets, there's no pillows. Um, the food is rationed out. They said a couple of people reported that they didn't eat for like two and two days. It is just so incredibly sad. What are they escaping? So is there war going on? What what is it? That just extreme. I mean, there's extreme poverty. There's I don't know. There's uh, there's definitely like I mean, define war. There's definitely um, I mean, gangs. They're they're escaping. Um, what is it called? Help me, help me, please. I mean, I don't. That's why I'm, I'm asking. I'm asking you, bitch. Help me. What's I, the I word know. though? Um, civil unrest. Well, that that, but it's also like it's corruption. So like, there's a bunch of. I mean, the the drug violence in in a lot of Mexico is rough. Like it, they're just I I they're just wanting a better life. So they're coming from they Mexico. Were, not like Honduras. Not just or any no. Other. There are people. There were plenty of people from Honduras. Plenty of people from Guatemala. So they're coming through Mexico, though. Like they're traveling thousands upon thousands of miles with this dream. And you have to realize, like, it's not just the travel. It's incredibly dangerous. They're they're paying people off along the way. Like it's just. <sighs> It's so complex, and maybe one, maybe we should have a whole episode dedicated to that. And we get some people who know more about it, 
But for me, the the human side of it just makes me so sad to see these children, to listen to these families talk about what they expected when they got here and what they've received is like the exact opposite. It's just, I don't know. The kind of privilege we have just by being born here is unreal and I don't think anybody even realizes it. So that has been making me really sad and Trump's dumbass is threatening to close the border entirely um if Mexico doesn't do more to stop folks from crossing. And and I just need to be clear like these are not people like they were showing people who were crossing and they were looking for US agents. Like actively looking for them, like not crossing and trying to hide out and go be illegal, like yeah, looking for agents. Yeah. Right, they're desperate and they're crossing river like they're crossing rivers and like, I, I, ugh, I just, I can't, it's the type of shit we go to the movies and watch and the actors win Academy Awards for, but this shit is real life to people. Like you have a daughter. Imagine if you were so desperate that you strapped your daughter to your back. Who? Imagine if she, she couldn't, some of these kids can't even walk and you throw yourself into a fucking river and travel thousands of miles. And then like, it's just, and then you're on the, on the backs of these trains or on top of trains, like the, the stories that these people were telling. And then to get here only to be caged under a bridge in the cold, sleeping on gravel. And you know, the, the U S border patrol agents were humans. They were so saddened by it. It's like, I don't want to vilify them at all. Like, but there is a real issue. And Congress, the White House, folks on the Hill, like no one's really doing anything about it. And a fucking fence or wall is not going to fix it. Like this is a humanitarian crisis. So that's weighing heavy on my heart. Then yesterday we got the news that Nipsey Hussle passed. And for whatever reason, I know why. It's, Nipsey is somebody that I would have married. Like, he's the type of man that I would have been like, yes, let's go. And I also think, strangely enough, this might sound strange, but I think that he is the epitome of, like, what Around the Way Curl stands for in terms of just being about your community, still being yourself, but actively working to be better, to advance. And... And the fact that he was shot and killed in front of the strip mall that he owned, in front of the business that he owned, and his son was there, is like, uh, that is just a really way, I just all day was listening to interviews of him and just listening to how brilliant he was and, um, I spoke with Jade's husband today who's like apparently he was up all night crying and like really upset and affected and he was just yeah and then he just kept saying like I see so much of myself in him like we didn't come from anything and we're doing our best to like work our way up and we really are self-made and uh to just see him and then he's in his Jesus year he was only 33 I know that was it's wild. just like it's just really I mean, really I didn't sad, know. I didn't know much. Of, I mean, I would see. I saw the. I was put onto game about him from that photo of him adoringly staring at um, Lauren London at the table, and he's like looking at her like she's just a gift to God, and she's like shyly looking away. And I was like, mm-hmm. who's this little skinny, skinny boy? But I didn't know much about him. But 
when I before even before this, the stuff that I did hear about him was that you know he was an entrepreneur, that he was really community centered, and that yeah. you know he had really um, clever tactic around his. I don't know if it was most he recent was a genius. album, but he like was a ge- no, all his mixtapes yeah, marketing about only he, having a thousand CDs and selling them for a hundred dollars each blah 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 so he was fiercely independent he was a genius he was a genius marketer genius business businessman genius mind Lauren London he they had like some interview together where they were in the last book she read was like Sacred Woman by Queen of Fua that we were quoting like they were on some other shit but still being from LA still being from Crent like you know like I just feel like if you're a, for most for most black people, not all black people, but I would say for majority of black people, like that living in that duality is just like that's what you do, you know. And the more quote unquote woke or conscious you become, the more you you learn how to balance and incorporate and complement both of those worlds together. And I think that that's what they were doing. And I I just feel really sad for her. Like my heart hurts, yeah, so badly for her. And yeah, and their kids I, like they had a son together and they had two children before they got together. that They raised together. So there's three children affected by this. He employed like half his family. It's just like with the different businesses that he had, like he would hire people of the community and hire his family. Just sad. I mean, we're going to do a whole episode dedicated to Nipsey Hussle next week um because this just came up so quickly and we didn't have enough time to really properly prepare but that is coming like we need to break down this man I feel like he's who Pac wanted to be and he kind of took it a step further but like to hear how you know like he did time or whatever got out and he was already educating himself in a very real way but he was like militant he he was just just a powerful young man. So light and love, man. Love and light, Nipsey. I just want to circle back one moment for those that want to understand um, the whole refugee phenomenon. I think everybody should take a moment while you're on your bus or you just buy, you have your phone near you to look up the poem Home. A refugee poem, oh, and it's yes. by my face favorite, um, Worson Shire, and that's it. I just think people should really is listen it, to that is it to long? understand. <clears throat> yeah, it is. It's long. Yeah, it is long. Um, it's too long to read. It's too much. But the last, I'll read one stanza if that's what you call it, because I didn't yeah. go to school and I don't remember anything. Um, I want to go home, but home is the mouth of a shark. Home is the barrel of the gun, and no one would leave home unless home chased you to the shore, unless home tells you to leave what you could not behind, even if it was human. No one leaves home until home is a damp voice in your ear saying, leave, run now. I don't know what I've become. So y'all should listen, y'all should read that, and um, and just like get a little get a little uh, perspective as to why motherfuckers would put themselves through what they're putting themselves through. And it's for no reason. You it's don't do all no that reason. unless home is not, unless home is not safe. 
You don't you, you, you do that for honey. survival. It's just uh it's so much sadness. I'm sad, but how are you, Shanti? <laughs> I'm sad. Um, <laughs> I gotta be honest. I'm today sad. wasn't an easy day for me either. I I'm 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 really sad about his loss. You were the uh, Nipsey's loss, but I, for some reason I just keep thinking about Lauren. I can't imagine what she's going through. So I've been really feeling her today. Um, but also, I think it was Tuesday. Um, a lot of good things are going on as well, and I wanted to shot shout these folks out and talk about it. Um, the Me Too tour led by Tarana Burke is kicking off at all HBCUs or a couple HBCUs, not all. Um, it kicked off in DC on Tuesday and the next stop on April 9th is going to be in Atlanta. So I want to shout out those incredible women. Tarana Burke and our Yaba Blay um, are hosting and stopping in different HBCUs and inviting folks to uh, be a part of the movement to disrupt sexual violence and talk about consent. It's a free event, so you don't even have to be a student necessarily at these HBCUs. You can just oh, show they're just up. they're just hosting. They're it. just yeah, they're just hosting, and they're just like oh wow. Um, Mayori Home, shout out to Mayori. She is a quiet storm. She's producing the whole event. She's Philly, Philly John. Um, so shout out to them. I cool. am super impressed. I'm so excited for Tarana Burks just like blowing up and being so impactful to the point that I was just Googling the tour dates and when it was happening. And then what came up was that the Me Too movement has moved all the way to like very, very conservative Muslim North Africa excuse me, Oh um, wow! North, North Nigeria, so it's West Africa, but... West Africa, okay. It's super, super, super conservative, and it's already reaching these places where it's, like, very taboo to stand up for yourself, to dress, quote-unquote, inappropriately, to, yeah, to kind of, like, just um, take some... Um, what's the word? Just to fucking speak up as a woman, to take up space. Just to have as your a woman. own agency, right? Yeah, agency. That's the word. Good job, Internet. You help me better than I help you in those um, types of things, but amen to you. But it all started with this young woman going on Twitter and talking about how she was being harassed and abused by her boyfriend and like almost near to death. And one of her followers responded, and I'm gonna mess this up, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Ariwa, me too, and I guess Ariwa is what they call that section of Nigeria, northern Nigeria. So it's just kind of like, wow, rolled, and it's it's just it's a it's a world phenomenon. And this amazing black woman started this shit, and I'm just like, shout out to her. Now they're rolling around and being very specific and intentional about hitting up HBCUs and college campuses where I we need to do a um, a show about this, but like. You learn when you're a young, young woman to not speak up. And so for them to be in these college spaces and talking to young girls, especially black folks, about this is amazing. Shout out to them. Yeah. And they have special guests every time at all the different um, campuses. So if you're in that area, y'all should go. Take your cousin. And take look, your up niece, take your daughter, look up the tour. Look dates. up the tour. Look up the tour. I'm going to include that. Is the a it's link just on to Eventbrite. that? Yeah, a link to yeah, that. Yeah, we gotta put that link in the bio, definitely. 
take everybody. Um, and then another amazing thing that's happening, and this is in Philly. I want to include more stuff that's going on in Philly um, for all my Philly folks because Philly's doing amazing fly shit, and I want people to know about it. Just so happens to be hosted by the Sabre Collective, but... Uh. Um, uh, <laughs> shameless plug. This Hold is on. for Shanti. The, your your what? cover is falling in your face. Shanti's back to recording under the covers, y'all. There you go. I need to see your beautiful face. Um, this is super exciting because at the Sable Collective, our programming. I'm really intentional about having programming for mothers and single mothers. Um, this specific event isn't just for single mothers, but it is for women of color, mothers of color. And it's about setting your morning rituals and kind of refreshing, renewal, and creating intention at the start of your day. So I want to invite people to come through. Renewal? What's that? It's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) For people to come through, start your week off. I will also include the event bright in that link as well. So if you're in Philly and you're a mom. Can they bring their kids? are all fucked up. Yeah, there is um, child care. It's $5 to cover the, the cost of the child care. But, of course, bring your little kids, your little baby kids. Um, and it's super small, so we only have space for, like, 10 people because we really are going to, like, act, um, are going to it's show small. It's the intimate. Intimate. Intimate space. Um, but going inward... Shashina is leading this. Shout out to Going Inward. And I will be there. And um, I want y'all to come through. So that's what's happening and what I would like to share with everybody. But you're good? No, I'm never okay. But that's okay. Oh, my (laughs) God. You know how Shanti talks about being intentional and watching what you say and speaking it into existence? She's still struggling with that, y'all. Oh, let's be for real. I mean, if y'all have been watching this, listen to this po- podcast and you don't know that, then y'all ain't never going to know me. And also, I'm never going <laughs> to reveal myself, so you're never going to know oh me. Oh, my but. God. <laughs> Jesus, Lord. But, All um, right. you know, this this week, as you know, or the past week has been, I don't, my weeks aren't difficult. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to speak that into existence. I'm just constantly... Because of being an entrepreneur, I'm constant, and it may not just be because I'm an entrepreneur, but I'm constantly being shown myself in ways that I could be better, ways that I, you know, can help others be better. So that came up a lot, and that came up between you and I. Shout out to Antoinette for having a vulnerable conversation. Chante, I need to call you. Are you available <laughs> at 9 o'clock? No, I this said, is really hard, but I need to I talk said, to you. can you carve some time out this <laughs> evening? Let I was me like, know. oh, shit. <laughs> you oh, ain't even God. saying that. You just wrote, yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'm like this bitch. <laughs> but um, our shit came up this week. And we thought that it would be a good idea to present it to everybody because we have... We What's our shit? What's our shit? What came up, Shanti? Our workflow, my lack thereof, my lack of um, organization. Um, a lot of shit came up. And let's start from the beginning. You want to hear it? Here we go. <laughs> Back in 2010... 
But for real, back in 2010, I'll make this. It was really 2010. Quickly. Yeah, JoJo was JoJo was just on the scene. She was just born. Fucking shit okay. up. I had a lot of time on my hands, and I was like, I'm gonna look in the mirror and do my hair all the time. So I got obsessed with my natural hair. Started looking at all the blogs, and of course, I was like, I could do one, and I could do it better, and it's a deck. And I could do one that's much better. So she didn't want me to do it at first, y'all. Yes, I did. I asked you to do it. I was the one that sat you down at Italian restaurant. Was like, yo, let's do this. Yeah, I blocked that out, child. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) We should go to partnership therapy together. We should. I think it would be great. So you could scream into a pillow, (laughs) (laughs) or just start beating it. The way I want to sometimes. Like, the way I want to beat your face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we started around the way curls together. And I'm always indebted and grateful to Antoinette because she, at beginning, in the beginning, it was, I was going to do a blog. And I had this grandiose idea of doing a blog. And Antoinette was super supportive. And um, sharing links and stuff. But, like, I just never got to the technical part of it. So when I was like, Antoinette, we should do a blog together. She was like, okay. And, like, two seconds later, the whole site was built. <laughs> she had, like, two. She Chanti had all the content and didn't have not a damn place to put it. I was like, sis, where's your website, though? So oh, that's, that's so just a perfect reflection of, I think, of our relationship is that, you know, I'll have ideas and not be like, yes, that's brilliant. I will, I will figure out how to organize all of that and make that into an actual system. And this is what we'll do. And this is the site. This is the name. And you have to go to Google and blah, blah, blah. I'm all about I'm SOP, so- standard operating procedures. I'm all about that life. And I'm all about <laughs> MOBs. <laughs> oh my god oh but god the accuracy we we did a really good job and our blog was popping and we both worked really hard at it and um life happened shit happened okay. I fell off no, it, before it got hacked, we just, like, abandoned it a little bit. We just fell off. I, I fell in love with somebody and stopped posting. My hair got yeah. dry and crusty, Shanti cut it all off. off. And then I, was, then I got then resentful Antoinette and was like, I ain't doing it either. I'm not going to maintain this shit by myself. Let her go be in love. But then you out. fell off and fell in love and, like, lost your shit a little bit. And then I was snapped out right. of it and was like, you had I got to write it, my poems. Yeah, and I was then like, I was girl, just you already abandoned this. The site, the site is trash now. Oh, that's so sad. But, but we, we remained really on IG. We were at least vain yeah. enough to keep posting on IG. So shout out to our IG followers. Ew. So in that, we have definitely learned each other and we learned how we work differently. And I'm... And it's come up again most recently. And Antoinette, I'll let you tell the story of what came up. I'm not, I ain't never scared to put it all out there. I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to. It's private. 
there were some things that I think we could streamline. <laughs> or Shanti I just could wasn't streamline. organized enough. I just wasn't organized enough. And around the way curls, I mean, fuck it, I'm managing a lot of things. Um, and around the way curls is something that I that I love and it's a great creative outlet but I don't think I I streamlined it and made it a part of my um my what's the word priorities in terms of like shit I have to do within the day especially but I also think it, you did you didn't and don't do that because you're scared of what could possibly come of it because when we talked and I was saying, like, these are the ways that I need you to step <clears throat> up if we're going to achieve X, Y, and Z. And you were like, well, I, that scares me. Where are we going to go with this? How would I handle? How would I juggle all of that? And I was like, oh, I knew, because I, I know you're not a lazy person. And if you really want to get some shit done, you're going to get it done. But I was like, oh, she's self-sabotaging because she's scared. Who That's said self-sabotaging? No one used that word. <laughs> I, no, I'm saying that now. No, I know. I, but I know. I know. That's just... Whatever. Okay. I mean, okay. so she, she said really it, and then I was like... <laughs> she doesn't really want to talk about I said we don't want to talk about this goddamn... Who said it? <laughs> you brought I it up. I said, to... let's leave it alone. <laughs> no, I'm not... I mean, it's true. It's true. I think that's... I think... You know, we said it before. People are scared of, of being great. You're not scared of being a failure. Like, you're scared yeah. of being great. What the fuck is that going to mean? But even before that, even before this conversation, you know, Antoinette, as we said before on the blog, is always texting me. Oh, you got to do this. You got to post like this. She's very, like, <laughs> standard operating procedures. Standard operating procedures. <laughs> And I'm a Sag, so I'm like, what the fuck she tell her to do? What to do? But also I'm like, okay, <laughs> what did she say to do? Because <laughs> I can't remember. What she, she still did. ain't done it right yet. I'm still waiting <laughs> for you to tag our personal accounts of these wonderful stories you do. And I'm like, every week, I'm like, that's great. I wish I could repost it. But that's okay. And that's an aside. No, Shanti and I just work very differently. And I think, I thought it would be really cool. And even now, okay, so even now... There are different, there are many different ways to um, identify your work style. Um, if you have ever worked in like a, any kind of professional setting, most likely you've had some sort of professional development and team building where you have to identify what kind of work style you choose or, you know, that most, that, that is reflective of you. Shanti really likes the business chemistry system where they have pioneers, drivers, we'll get into all this, guardians, and um, integrators, where I really like the leadership compass. And they, they basically define the different work styles in, a, in, a, in d different ways. So even here, we work differently because I'm like, I don't really see myself in the business chemistry system, but okay. But I, something for me that it took me a long time to recognize was that um, all of these different work styles are leadership work styles, regardless of whether you use, you know, the, the word pioneer or driver or um, 
I don't know, innovator or visionary. Like it's all your leadership style because there's there are many different ways to lead, and not everyone leads from the front. There are still people that lead. You know, they lead from the middle or they lead from behind. Like they just they take on a different role that is very necessary. And it took me a long time to understand that because I worked a certain way and that's what I was used to and that was that. Um, but you, you I mean they all have value. They, they all, all have value. Like, and it's not a, it's not from like top to bottom and the bottom would be blah 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 blah. No, it's it's less of a right, it's less of a hierarchy than than we all think. I I'm coming to believe. Like everybody plays a role, everybody is a piece of the puzzle. Um and all those roles are important. But it took me took me some time to understand so, that. But I I think in order in talking about work styles, I think it's important for us to talk about leadership and what leadership is. Chanti. Like what's what your I think leadership is? Yeah. What I, do you I, well think I know my style of leadership. Not your style, just leadership in general. How would you define it? I mean, I would define leadership as the ability to make people to bring clarity, mm. inspiration, oh, focus, good. and um, solidarity nice. and encouragement to achieve goals. Great. So, right. I, it's funny. I wrote on the train, leadership is a process of social influence in which a person can enlist in the aid and support of others to accomplish a common task. But yours is like much more specific than I, than mine in terms of what needs to be ha- what needs to happen. Like you were, I think you definitely just talked about what the idea of a good leader is. Like I wrote someone who possesses serial social and emotional intelligence, who has a clear vision and believes in change, and and is effective in the role. So yeah. In saying that, I think that all of these different work types fall under leadership. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, totally. do you want to go into the business chemistry system? So, I'm going to, yeah, I wanted to go into, you know, just to give people some insight into our partnership and our differences, and they can reflect and kind of see um, what resonates with their own working style. So the, the four are a pioneer, that's big picture, um, big ideas, sparks the energy, has a big imagination. There's the drivers, those are the folks that like a challenge, that can keep momentum, they're organized, planned, um, detail-oriented. They are the guardians that crave stability, bring order and rigor. They're logical, analytical, um, data-oriented. And then the integrators who desire connection, bring teams together, emotionally intelligent um, and expressive. They're like the the people people, if that makes sense. The people people. People people. So I know from myself, (laughs) I'm going to go down. I'm going to break that down. Wait, can I guess who you are? Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Out of those? Yes. Out of those? Mm-hmm. 
pioneer who seeks possibilities. You are a pioneer, definitely. You seek possibilities, your big picture, your um, idea-oriented, innovative. Um, this is only within us, not necessarily Sable, because I don't know. I think that you're, you take more of the um, analytical, detail-oriented approach within Sable. But I think you're um, an integrator with us. You're someone who brings the team together. You're supportive. You're expressive and emotionally oriented. Those are the things that I have for, for you that stand out the most within our partnership. I concur. <laughs> and I would say you were the opposite. Yes. You like a challenge, <laughs> generate momentum, organize, crave stability, logistical, analytical, and data-oriented. Yeah. So we often, our styles a are driver different. driver and a guardian, yeah. And, and Because in this a partnership, it's not a, like, I'm the boss, you're the boss, you do what I say. You know, this, this I, I think with a lot of leadership, the idea is people follow the leader. And this person is given this position, like, you know, um, similar to like a boss, but in our partnership, that's not how it is. We both have boss roles, so to speak. We're both creating and, and working together to bring and reach um, the goals that we have. So, but we just to piggyback, heads. just to piggyback off of that, I think that an effective boss slash leader um, doesn't just dictate all the time. I think an effective boss looks at his or her team and pinpoints what each person brings to the table and puts them in positions to both grow, but also really leans on what they're good at and what they excel at. So like in my situation, my boss is getting better at that. At we're, My boss and I are very similar. We're both very detail-oriented. Um, we're analytical, we're like logistical people. And she's now saying that I can do that too. So she's going to even more big picture and pushing herself to be more of a visionary. Um, and I think that in us working together, we're pushing each other in that way. So I just wanted to piggyback. To do the opposite, to do what our weakness, to kind of exactly. strengthen our weaknesses. Exactly. Exactly. Because your team is going to be made up of all these kinds of people and it won't always be a partnership, but... I think an effective boss has to look at their team and analyze what their what their strengths and weaknesses are. But go ahead. Um, yeah, so I, I, I mean, I, I know from myself, because I'm not always concerned with dotting the I's and crossing the T's, in this relationship um, with, between you and I, Shit, and because I'm an integrator, I care about what people say. Oftentimes, you know, especially with around the way curls, because it's not, we're not yet generating money. I'm, I'm, I am, I know the reason that we were having some difficulties because I was just taking on more than. I could or I wasn't organizing, and then I was saying, "Yeah, I could take this on, but not doing the work of like figuring out 
how I'm going to take it on, what time of the day I'm going to take it on, how, man, how, much, how many hours of the day, where is it going to fit in, how is it going to work in my schedule, which days will I do it? And I was just kind of like winging it so shit would fall through the, through the cracks. So I, I can see that, and I guess I had to like take a step back, and thanks to you, you were like, bitch, take a step back, figure out if this is what you really want to do or not. That's um, not how I said it. You paint me out to be a monster on here. I was very no, kind you were, and spoke from a place it. of love. <laughs> I hate you. No, you said it in a nice way, but you said it in the way that you work, which is, you know, like straight. You were you were kind, of course. You were you didn't make me feel bad. You were just like this is Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. What I notice, you know, can you do this or not? And I, I just feel sentences. like. I feel like. <laughs> exactly. But I'll say, so I'll say this. I think that in pinpointing all of these um different work styles. And again, you even use a different system than I. Like, I like the leadership compass, and I just want to run through that real fast. It's like, in the leadership compass, this is a more dated version, but like, the north, you have north, south, west, east, right? It's a compass. Get it? Haha. <laughs> you know, the north, those are the people, they get shit done, they're decisive, they like to be in control, um, and they, they're just like the get shit done people. They think in terms of the bottom line, and they're ambitious, and they're confident, and they go for it. Um, then you have the um, the South, where that's the nurturer, very friendly, likable team player. Um, they want to support people, and they, like, make the team cohesive. Then you have the East, the visionary, that is definitely Shanti, super creative, you know, idea-oriented, very similar, see? See, it's very similar to the other thing. And then the analyst, um, seen as practical, dependable, thorough, yada, yada, yada. We almost, we're so, even even looking at this, which is the leadership compass again, versus the business chemistry system, like we're even opposite here. So in us being opposite, I think it's, it's, it can be twofold, right? So if we don't have these kind of honest conversations with each other about what we need, how we need it, and, and what we can give, 
then we're just going to crash and burn. I think I think that it's so important and we're ahead of the game in terms of I know what you excel at and you know what I excel at and we trust each other in that way. You see what I'm saying? Shanti? Mm-hmm. I don't think she's listening to me, guys. I listened to everything that you just <laughs> said. <laughs> but like... <laughs> We trust each other in that way, and we and we love each other enough to know, like, if we do have a check-in and we need to be like, listen, you got to do this or you got to pull more weight or I, I feel like this or I, I feel like that, then we'll I be okay. I actually don't think that you listen to what I have to say. Oh. Because I feel like you... She about to curse me out on this, <laughs> y'all. This is embarrassing. I feel like you will be so driven that I feel like you are overwhelmed. It is taking up a lot of your time. You are staying up super late. It's, and I'm always like, girl, relax. It's you, it'll be okay. You don't, you don't have to like, Oh, you're talking about in terms of that. Like, I don't know how my style I don't know what you're learning from me. Like, I understand. I'm like, all right, I got to tell you. Because I will never, ever be like, I just, I will never work the way that you work. And like, I will never. What is that way? Just be honest. Like, staying up, losing sleep, um, having a level of stress and anxiety around getting things done. I just, I... When it comes to my wellness, I just can't do it. All I can do is make sure that my shit is organized, do the best that I can, put the hours that I've allotted that are reasonable in there. And if it doesn't get in done within those hours, like I am okay with putting, closing the computer, going to bed and be like, I will recover, renew and get back to this tomorrow. Whereas you're like, fuck I'm completely that. not okay. I'm with going that. to stay up. With high blood pressure and be to tears. I don't have high blood done. pressure. Okay, I'm gonna, a couple things. I do not. So you're it. right. I do not listen to you when you're like, it's cool. Like the pot, the podcast can come out a day late. Like, no, the fuck it can't. Consistency is important. And we said that we were going to deliver a podcast every week, every Thursday. So that's what we're going to do. Now. My feeling is if we get organized enough, I won't have to stay up late editing and trying to fix sound errors and things like that. My thing is, like, if we organize, have a routine, follow a standard operating procedure, I'll be able to get this shit done. I know what I'm in store for. So if we could just hone it in, then then I won't have to do Like, my whole thing is preparation and and mapping things out will lead to our our T's being crossed and our I's being dotted without us having to overextend ourselves. So that's why I'm such a stickler for process and for organization and for following a structure. Like you said it yourself, you can have, um, you could all be about God's plan, but you got to have a game plan. So, like, we can have this great vision, we can have all these things, but we have to make sure that we are setting up our business, because that's what this is, our business in a way where it is not only functional, but it is sustainable. 
Like, I want to have it so organized that if something happened to either one of us, someone would be able to step in our place and keep it going. Or JoJo would be able to step up 20 years from now and know exactly how we put this business plan together and exactly how we did X, Y, that's, and Z. That, I mean, that's not that. I guess then my focus is more on the wellness, of course. that That's, that's, that's fine. But the, the spirit... The mood, the energy, the intention, the reward, the in the moment when you're doing the work, for, for what I see of you, even when I see you working at your other job, is stressful. It's, it's, you're not, there's not a lot of enjoyment. And if there's not a lot of enjoyment, then there's not a lot of room for you to be imaginative or, or innovative from what I see, but that's, I can't speak about it, but I, I've I seen you, you from, from that... college, put yourself in, like, be, be not okay. Like, physically, you can't, your body shuts down. And to me, I'll never work like that, and I, and I, and I, I don't, no, that's I, don't, an, I can't that's wrap an, my head around that kind of, like, get it done. At the expense well, that's of an what? Extreme. For what? So, Maybe I'm making excuses, but college was an extreme because that was out of what I felt like was necessity. I had to work a certain amount of hours. I was a crazy SRA, and then I had shows that I had to do for credit. Like, it was just like, you got to get this shit done. The other thing was like, the other thing now. I'm sorry? When was that? I'm talking about college. I know, like, but the other thing was recently. Yes, recently I will, I will absolutely lose sleep in order to meet these podcast deadlines. But and part of the, I guess, what you're seeing when you're like, there's not a lot of joy behind it. I think that I get, it's frustration because I know it doesn't have to be like that. And so I start to get very annoyed, at work especially, when there's so much unnecessary red tape. Like, I get ang more angry as I sit there. I really enjoy helping these students out. I'm not going to say what I do again, but like, I text them on the weekends. Like, I love it. It's it's a lot of work, but I love it. But the, I don't like the bullshit I have to go through in order to get it done. I don't like that at work, and I don't like that within Around the Way Curls, where I'm just like, we can streamline so much of this, stop wasting so much of our time, and that's when I start getting mad. Where I'm like, I don't have to be up this late if we would just get it together. That's how I feel. I know I know that there I, well, were times I when I could okay. have rested and stopped going crazy. I know that. I own well, that. Shanti's, I know, Shanti's saying without saying it that there was one time when I had to go to a couple of times. I won't say one, but a couple of times when I actually had to go to the hospital to get an IV. Because I was like, More my than body. Once. Like she's had to go to the hospital. <laughs> and she's like... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, even now in this moment, I can feel that you don't, that's, that's who you are. And you, I think you like it. I think that that's, you I take don't pride like in it. being that way. I do. I think that you take pride in I take pride in, in my that. work and wanting to get it done. I don't take pride in the drama of it. I would love for this shit to just streamline and go smoothly. That's where I'm at. I miss going to the but gym. The, I, I miss having my nights. There's, there's no life. I mean, I understand I understand that. That's not what I'm arguing is that shit be chaotic, that shit be disorganized, that time is wasted, that there's no preparation. But this is life. There's always going to be curveballs. There's always going to be things that come up. 
There's always going to be work that was not done that could have been done better. There's always going to be mistakes. So this how is where you handle you and I are different. How yeah, just, how you handle it is different than how I handle it. For but me, but I think it has yes. to do with wellness. I think it has to do with perception. I think it has to well, do with it's not just mm. the the reason that the pioneer, the driver, the guardian, the integrator are different is because their perceptions of the world, the perceptions of themselves are all different. They it's not there's there's narratives, there's history, there's there's history behind why people differ in that way. And like, I know, I know that for me, a lot of it has to do with my upbringing. And a lot of it, like you said before, has to do with a narrative that I have that was set, I don't know, I don't know when it was set, but it's deeply set of fear of being very good at something or because the belief is that I'm not really good at things. I'm not really capable. I'm not really um, able to handle a lot. I'm, when it comes to me having that nurturing side, I always want to help other people. So I'm, I often are over dedicating myself. And then that kind of supports this narrative that I'm not supported. I have to do everything because because somewhere along the line that's that's my story. So like all of all of all of my work choices or my work behavior is connected to a, a deeper narrative that's connected to my wellness. You know what I mean? Do you understand what I'm saying or or am I lost? Yes, am I, I understand. I understand. So, like, so let me should I go into why I'm the way I, I, I would love uh, to. I would love to because I don't okay. I don't I don't understand. I um so a lot of mine has to do with my upbringing. Um, I am someone that came up in the arts. And a lot of people don't take that seriously. But, like, if you show up to dance class 10 minutes late without your ballet slippers, you ain't taking class. One, you're late. You need to be there early before everybody the hell else. And you need to be dressed and ready to go. Now, especially when you're in the audition world and you're looking for a job, there's going to be all kinds of curse balls, but there's 15,000 other people that want your gig. So you're going to go, and you're going to wait out in the cold, waiting for the casting director to get there. Your hair dryer might not have worked that morning, or your train might not have ran the right way, but you have an appointment that you need to get to, and there are no excuses if you want the job. So in the arts, the kind of discipline that is instilled in you, and there are no room for excuses because there's always someone... Is that discipline or is it fear? Because when you're three I years old, four I years old, going to ballet, you're not like, oh, shit, I got to get my ballet. Like, kids don't give a fuck about their ballet I, Maybe, shoes. Maybe it... Well, I'm not saying three or four years old, but I'm saying I came up through it as a child and as an adult. And so I'm just explaining why. I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that I really value people who, like, if your work is not done in a way where you can sign off and have pride on it, and that you feel like it is reflective of who you are, then you're not done your work. So you need to stay late and get it the fuck done. Like, and, but what and, if that's and there at the are no- expense of your health. 
Let me finish. I'm not saying, I'm just, I, you asked me to explain. I'm explaining to you why. This is my thought process. This is what was drilled into me as a young person. There are no excuses. This, like, there can't, there can't be, there's no time for that. Like, you, there's a certain way that I hold myself accountable or that I see myself holding myself accountable. Whereas, like, I used to leave the house and my dad would stop us and say, um, Hey, and we would turn around. He goes, remember, you're a Henry. And his whole thing was don't drag my name through the mud. So there was no way that you were not going to be excellent, period. And so my thing coming up in that kind of very disciplined household mixed in with that very disciplined arts background of dance, of acting, of singing is like you can't show up to the audition and your audition book is fucked up just because your water bottle spilled in your book bag. They don't give a fuck about that. That means that you got to go run and make some copies at Kinko's and make it happen. Like, it's always make it happen some kind of way. When there is a will, there is a way. And it's interesting because when I read up on people or watch interviews or, what you know, and it's like the people that we aspire to be, the Myleeks, the, even the Frans, the, the Mayas. Like, Fran just told me that Maya will stay up all night doing those videos. And we'll, and we'll sit there until her eyes are bloodshot red until she feels like it's right. And that is something that I really identify with. And I think that's something that sets people apart. I think that's, sets people, that sets people apart. That's just how I feel. And so something that I'm working on, I know that I overwork and I know that I overdedicate myself. That's something that I think I've been good at saying like, even with you being like, listen, I, I don't have the capacity for this this month. I need help this month. Or we need to organize around, like, I have to travel this many days out of the month for work, so we need to record three podcasts this week, and then I'll edit them on the plane. Like, just trying to map out my time in a way where I'm not going crazy. I also think that, like, um, I didn't always respect or understand other people's work styles, so really trying to be thoughtful in that way, um, because honestly, people who didn't work like me and like give 110%, they used to really frustrate me. And they still do at times where it's like, if, especially if we're working collaboratively, I often at times may resent them because I'm like, the job isn't done because it's not done. It's not right. It's not perfect. It's not where we wanted it to be, or at least where we wanted it to be. Like, we can't go to sleep yet. It's not done. And so it really is out of, I, I don't think you understand that it's really out of the realm of my understanding to even fathom not getting it done. Like, I don't, I don't comprehend that. And maybe that's unhealthy. Or I, I'm not saying that it's not. But it's really something it's that I really can't comprehend and like Beyonce once said you know I'm not a gambling woman but if there's one thing I'd bet on it's me and that's real as fuck to me like I really identify with that like I watched a documentary of her where she I think it was like she was getting like woman of the year for like the world music awards and she had all these graphics behind her and it wasn't what she wanted and it was like the night before the award show and she was up with the people that were designing that literally falling asleep. It was showing like three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, eyes bloodshot, just saying, play it again. 
No, fix this. Play it again. It has to be perfect. No, edit this. And staying up with them until it was the way she wanted it, knowing she had to give a performance the next day. I completely identify with that. And I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying that it's healthy, but I also am getting better at taking a break when I need to, being like, I'm going on vacation or I'm going to go experience the world. I'm going to go do X, Y, and Z. But I don't know. I'm always like, battling whether or not I'm being too hard on myself and or other people or if I'm really like holding us accountable and and pushing us to towards excellence and greatness and so I struggle with that I know that but I also don't comprehend anything less than that I don't know well I mean yeah I got we're we're just we're just different in that way, I just know from my from from my experience, um, especially with starting the business, definitely, definitely, definitely could have been started with far more preparation. Um, it's it's been a waste of time. Not it hasn't. It's not been a waste of time, but it's been a learning curve to get more. Um, organized and streamlined, but also it that part hasn't hasn't hampered the amount of effectiveness I think that the Sable Collective has had the the creative power that it's had the attractiveness the excitement so. I think what I'm most concerned about for myself and for you and for anybody who's listening, whether you, whether you resonate which, with whatever um, working style, is that even if you are staying up till five in the morning, um, that there is, there's, there's peace or there's, there's presentness and there's a sense of yeah, presentness in the work because you will run yourself ragged and you will having not getting sleep maybe for one night, two nights. Like I, I you know, Beyonce is not doing that every single night. She has huge gaps where she's not working like a, a crazy person where she gets her rest in. But like to 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 have that happen all the time and that's just your style of working that's your way of being I think that's just as dangerous as not pushing yourself to the fullest capacity and being lackadaisical or procrastinating or being disorganized and 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 wasting time and I think we could learn from each other I don't I still don't know how you could learn or what you I don't know. I don't know. Well, let me ask you. I don't, I, I don't disagree with you. I think that I don't disagree with you when you say like that it's probably just as bad as not being organized, being insane. I just think but that this grind, is, grind, grind thing is dangerous. And that's like people think that, oh, you're going to be successful. But like people are fucking miserable. And they have great, they look great. Their videos are perfect. They have millions of followers. But like are they really okay? 
Are they happy? Are they really feeling you. fulfilled? Are they really rested? Are they always wound up and like expecting what's going to happen in the future? Or are they like settled and sane and have the space to really be innovative and creative? Or are they just on like a hamster wheel of productivity? Well, I think part of that is the New York mentality. I'm not, I won't shy away from that and not own that. Um, and know that New York can feel like that, which is why oftentimes I'm like, I got to get out of New York. Because as soon as you leave your house, you're you're trying to get on the train, you're fighting for a spot on the train. Like, it's just immediate action, hamster wheel, go, get it done, get home, like that kind of thing. Um, but I do think there's something to be said for someone who's willing to sacrifice for the now. And I think it's all about balance. And yeah, that's what we I think that once. like, what'd you say? That's what we haven't mentioned once. And I think that, yeah, like it's, I think it's about balance finding like there will be, just like you said, if you're doing it every night, it's probably a problem. If you're staying up every night, I'm not staying up every night. I am right now with work. I was very clear that like, it was just going to be like this. Like my work is just crazy from like February to May period. But like once that subsides, Hopefully it'll be different. And you and I have had conversations around how to support me in, and be and I've had honest conversations about what I'm capable of in April and in May and what I'm not. And so we're working towards that. I think that I can ease up a little bit. And I think maybe you can sacrifice a couple hours, a couple more hours of sleep. And I think we can both compromise that way. If it if it happens to be the case one or two days out the month or something like that. Not every night, but I don't know. I I mean, I'm curious to know, like, so let's say we record this, right? This has happened to us and we listen to the audio and we realize, oh shit, the audio is messed up. There's static on your end. It's unusable. There's static on my end. It's unusable. Then what? Are we just going to what would you say? Like, are we not going to record tomorrow? And then am I not going to edit on Wednesday? And then are we not going to post it on Thursday? Or are we going to just be like, actually, we don't have an episode this week? No, I would say we would record tomorrow. We figure out how to fit in tomorrow, if possible. If there was nothing else to do, then... there were For that example, I would want to record the ne- tomorrow. I wouldn't want to do this tonight because then... Then it would just, I would be, it, I'd be really exhausted because I have to wake up at five o'clock and I have to deal with, like, it It just fucks everything up. It's not just be like, I'm tired. I don't want to do this. It's like my, for me, my schedule is nonstop. I didn't, I didn't have but 45 minutes to not do anything today. And even that was like not my own 45 minutes because I was entertaining people and little ass kids. So it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm still trying to figure it out myself. I don't know because I'm also like, is that reasonable? Am I being lazy? Because like I just physically, mentally, spiritually don't want to do it. It just, I don't (laughs) give a, I don't give a fuck. Like, that's how I feel. And maybe that's not right. But it's because I'm doing a lot. 
And I don't, um, and I wouldn't have it any other way at the same time. Like, I wouldn't have it any other way. Well, see, that's the mindfuck. I'm happy to be doing this. That's the thing. It's like, you're happy to be doing all these things, but it's also like, are you capable of doing them all? Not you, as in you, but you as in the plural you and me included. Are we capable of doing all of these things to the best of our ability? Yeah, are we capable of doing these things to the best of our ability? To the best of our ability. That's the key. I think that is very important, to the best of our ability. Um, and to the best of my ability is to make sure that it's done right to where I am proud of it and I I can stand by it. And for for me specifically is regardless of what I have to do to get that done, that gives me more happiness than getting the sleep. And maybe that's me being insane. But my main thing that I'm working on right now is accepting that that's not everybody's Realities. That's not my. I mean, and you don't have a you don't have a kid that that hit the. Who does it affect? It affects JoJo. So we just have even different lifestyles because I wake up and I'm snapping at her because I don't get rest. You know, I'm not good with not getting rest. You're fine. You can be fine without four hours of sleep. Me, I'm like, I Dying. I become really mean. I'm mean to her when I don't get sleep. I throw I whoop her ass. Just kidding. Don't say that. <laughs> That's just what kidding. I'm saying. So we just so, are learning each other, and it's a journey. And as everyone can hear, we're still figuring it out. And um, and I think that the way you and I deal with it is just it's going to be continuous conversation. It's going to be us checking in with one another. It's going to be us saying things like, you know, JoJo has such and such going on this week or I've got this going on with work like no I don't have a kid and sometimes I feel like because I don't have a kid I should stay up and make sure it's right or because I don't it's like I know that you have Jojo and that you got to get her to school and sometimes I feel like well you don't you're not even you're not in a relationship either so you have time get it done like take take it on no no I'm not saying that that's right communication no that's not right that's not right. That's not but right. I, I think we're we're figuring it out. Communication. We are. You know, we 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 don't have to be rigid about recording at the same time. We can like figure out what's going on. And I think f- for people that may not have a partner, but are trying to figure out how to balance their own work, wellness life. I think the communication is with yourself. Yeah. You know, like, are you okay, <laughs> nigga? Are you? All right, you got heart palpitations, or and I are think you it's, ridden with guilt because you didn't manage your time right? Like those are all big, exactly. big, big, big indicators. It's that funny because I try to figure out sometimes, like, is it is it that I'm happier getting it done and getting it done, quote unquote, right in in my eyes, or is it that? I'm like obsessing over it. And when it's finally done, I can go obsess over the next thing. Like, I'm not quite sure. Right now I'm leaning towards, I'm actually really happier when it's like done. I feel really good. It's like, wow, look at, look at what I've accomplished. And I can like rest easy. I really can't rest if I don't meet a deadline. I, I, if I tried to go to sleep and we weren't having like when, so when I was in South Africa, Shanti, 
And I didn't have Wi-Fi to be able to upload that episode. And we had to post like, sorry, we're both like, you know, we're internet's away or we're away and we'll, we're going to release it. You know, I guess we released it the day I got back. It was, I was having a hard time sleeping. Cause I was like, we're not being consistent. And maybe I'm insane. Or no, maybe see, I, don't know. I, I just know. work better. I don't know either. Maybe I just work in that way where I I felt really badly like it's the last thing we need to be. We just really started the podcast and now we're not consistent and I dropped the ball because I didn't think about this. Well, I think that we should also consider um, taking breaks because is that sustainable? I don't know. Maybe we should have ser- like you going on a like we we creating this fucking schedule. Yeah. Maybe we take a month off in between and it's quiet <laughs> and you're refreshing and you're figuring out what else to obsess about. And I'm over here, you know, fucking. Well, you know, still processing takes the whole season and- off, but they got yeah. other shit going on. I would, I would be open to like, okay, this is our summer two week break, but like a she month, I weeks. would die. I would die. I would be like, we lost half of our followers already. We During those two weeks, and just net like every day of these two weeks, we need to record so that whenever I am <laughs> unable to, or you, you jackass, <laughs> whatever, whatever, you are gonna look back. I have and um, really be happy about my crazy. You are. I know it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait for the day when we accept some kind of award or some shit. Well, you're going to be like, Shanti, you had great ideas. This I was a great idea. <laughs> I'm going to be like, uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. What's the takeaway? I mean, the takeaway, I, I think, let's reel it in. I really think Shanti and I are not perfect. And I think that we are still very much in process. And we are still seeking balance and still discovering things about ourselves and still within my life right now, my priorities are X, Y, and Z. I don't have children. I'm in my early 30s. It's not killing me to stay up late. Well, my mom would argue that it is every every hour. Every hour you don't go to sleep before 8 o'clock is an hour off your life. That's what she tells me. But... You know, right now I'm able to do it. Maybe Who in a couple years, hours? if I pop out a kid, oh child, Fran sleeps she and I hours. talked to Fran. Okay, so I posted about how Francesca Medina, hey Fran, hey, sleeps ten hours a day. She told she told me that, um, and I was lying? like, say what sis? Because she also revealed her age, and I was like, say what sis? And she, I, I just was like, how? She said, oh, I get ten hours of sleep. But I'll say this. Fran says she only... Then I text her again because she hit me up late. And I was like, should you be asleep already? 10 hours. Hashtag 10 hours. And she was like, oh, no, that's only when I don't have something going on. Like, if I'm able to get the 10 hours, I get them. And she was like, I take naps too. But, like, it's not every day. Like, if I have a deadline or some shit, you better believe I'm getting the shit done. That's balance. And, you know, yeah. I will be able to balance more. When we get our standard operating procedures in order and when we start making real money off of this. But, uh, you know, we can and I can quit my job <laughs> or you will hire me to sweep the floor at Sable. One I really other. think you should quit your job. And that's a oh. whole nother story. But I really think that you should take 
all of the skills that you have and uh, make it work for you. And, and you know, around the way, curls very much will and can be that, um, so be I that leap for you. But you and but, um, it's real. <laughs> I also have a, a plan for us to sell drugs. That's another idea for us. All right. On the, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> she, oh, so, the, the takeaway is balance. We're still in process. Please try to identify what your style, your work style is, your leadership style is, and figure out ways in which, you know, ways in which you can excel using it and ways that maybe it might hold you back. Maybe you need to venture out. If you, if you, what are the things, if you're a pioneer, maybe venture out and figure out, oh, maybe I could be, you know, more of a guardian or maybe this person on my team is more of a guardian. So I really need to support this person and empower them to help our team out. Yada, 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 these, these types of things. And really, like, look up the business chemistry system along with the leadership compass to identify. You can just put that into Google, and you can identify who you are and who the people are around you that you're working with so that the workflow can flow. I think that's the main thing. And you got to take care of your mental health while you're doing it. Always seeking balance. And also... I know. (laughs) Shanti's main topic of conversation... Shanti told me she was like, "You're really focused on like the the leadership and work thing, and like the meat and potatoes of it is the wellness." And I was like, She's "Yeah, like, yeah, yeah." That. But are you a pioneer, or <laughs> <laughs> and how can you control those other people to do the work that you're not good at? Um, it's, it's not control; it's empowering them. Mm-hmm. See, you, you just have a negative. You try to hit me with the okie doke. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna empower you <laughs> to get more organized. <laughs> no, but for real, give us the takeaway for the uh, self care aspect, child, please, before you get upset. Oh, you ain't even going no matter, to this. Emotionally, no that feeds a false narrative about my blah 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 blah. I did. You just don't listen. You lose to time me. with your daughter. So I do. Annoying. I do listen. So, t- so I... summarize it for us. My thing is, if you aren't tapping into how you really feel, regardless of your style, regardless of, um, if you're not tapping into how you really feel, like physically, and if you are not being self-aware in how your work style physically and mentally um aligns with poor narratives about yourself that you have, then the, the something has to change. Like if you have a narrative, for, I'll just use myself as an example, a narrative in my life that I'm trying to change and I will change is that I am unsupported. I have to do things by myself. I'm unskilled. And I often am the first one to to take on guilt and to take on, like, shame. I'll be the first one before anything else. I'm not, like, an angry person. I'm not, like, a contemptuous person. I will be guilty and ashamed first. So me being unorganized 
and not really nurturing and figuring out how to um, to become more organized. Me being unorganized and I'll drop balls and do shit half-assed, that supports that that narrative of myself. Or if I don't really speak up and say, hey, I, I actually can't do this. It's beyond my bandwidth. You know, it ends up supporting this narrative that I have about myself um, that I am unskilled, that I'm not supported, that I am alone, that I should be guilty, that I should be ashamed. And that's that's not right. So the more that I get organized, the more that all of those narratives become false. They're not real. Actually, Shanti, you are organized. Amen. Actually, you do have a friend that's supporting you if you communicate clearly and let her know, like, you know, I have a lot going on. I actually can't stay up that late because then I'm not present for Jolie and that's my top priority and blah, 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 blah. So I, don't, I feel like that's convoluted, but some of y'all motherfuckers understand me and um, holler if you hear me. <laughs> that's all. All right. So the takeaway mm-hmm. is we don't know. <laughs> um, we don't know have- what we're talking about <laughs> on the next week of Around the Way Curls. So just tune in next week when we talk about Nipsey Hussle, because he did know. Um, Shanti, that was a wonderful episode. I think this is great. This shows our process. I liked it. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. All right, let's check this sound real quick. All right, y'all. Have a wonderful day, evening, yada, yada, yada. It's 1129 right now. And Shanti got to go to bed. Okay. And it's have and to with stay that, four more hours. <laughs> yes. And check the sound. And with that. <laughs> we out. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. I'm a hustler, I'm a hustler, I'm a hustler, I'm a hustler, I'm a nigga action, nigga, nigga action, nigga action, nigga, nigga action, I'm a hustler, I'm a I'm a hustler, I'm a hustler, I'm a I'm a hustler, I'm a nigga action, nigga, nigga action, I'm a nigga action, nigga, nigga action, I'm a hustler, I'm a I'm a hustler, I'm a hustler, I'm a I'm a hustler, 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 I'm a hustler,